All right, 929 Project. Um, I have been thinking a lot about the fact that we want to embark on this journey together and figure, like I've been trying to figure out exactly how we're going to transmit information back and forth and how we can do study groups. So I figured let's at least start here. I will record my thoughts. I will post them on my website and we can have dialogue back and forth. And then if we can ever get our acts together and figure out our schedules, we can do this together and find time um, to be able to just have a conversation and learn from each other in Havruta or in study pairs and study partnership. So I figured let's dive in. So we're a couple of weeks behind at this point. So I will do chapter Genesis chapters one through five. Um, and just thinking about my thoughts here. Uh, we know that it opens with the opening line, which is one of my favorite images of uh, the Bible. Bereshit bara Elohim et hashamayim ve'et ha'aretz. And one of the reasons that I love that is that it's like, one, it's in the beginning. God created the sky, the heavens, and the earth. Um, but I, it continues into um, the third line here, where it says, Vayomar Elohim or or. And I love this idea that God spoke and the world was. And I don't know, that's just a really powerful creation. So we're a, a powerful image that that's the power and the awesome power. Um, that God has, uh, that's just speaking things into existence. And I think about all of the things that I would love to be able to speak into existence. And, you know, one day maybe we could have the power that our words would, would have power, um, to change the world, you know, if only. So we have this image. So we know that right out of the gate, you know, I have this picture of the world being formless. So there was something existed. Something existed. We just, uh, it just didn't have a shape. It was this formless void. Um, and so the first thing that happens is that the, that the sky waters, um, because it's also not separated uh, specifically, but the sky waters are being separated from the land waters uh in that that in that vision and that visual that we have then there was light um and of course there's a, a car honking outside of my window um so then there's a space between and in that space between the waters above which we can imagine is the sky and so i'm thinking about what the folks who recorded this and wrote this down in the biblical times thousands of years ago they didn't have the vocabulary they didn't have the the terms and everything that we would have and so i would imagine you see a blue sky and you see the blue water and those are the same things um the language is not as sophisticated as the words that we have today um and so if we're thinking about just i like to think about and situate myself 
in the back then and in the in the now and sort of like juxtapose those two and like keep in perspective that this is something that was written quite a long time ago and so you have this guy and then you have this space um and then there's sort of a void in between which i think about as the land um and so now we're naming things so as we're going through it's not just that's the sky, the heavens, the earth, the oceans, those are all being created, but we're also thinking about the naming of things because now there's in that separation, we have stuff, right? And so now that's day two. So now we're up to day three and we have um, the earth is being populated by plants like um, vegetation that is trees and fruit trees and um we're not just fruit trees but if you think about the fact that the fruit trees and all of these things are being pollinated and populated because we're at a point where they're being created in such a way where there's seeds but then the trees are already bearing fruit um and so we have that and so that's the third day Right. So then on the fourth day, we're creating or God is creating uh, the lights in the space of the sky. So I think of that like that's when stars are created and night um, is created. And also we have the sun and the moon. And if you think about that, that on the fourth day, obviously we do. We're seeing the creation of the celestial bodies, but we also, if you think about that, that means that on day four, time was created. So when I think about the vegetation and that part of the population of the earth um, prior to day four, the way we understand science, it wouldn't, we, we know that if I plant an avocado seed now, I put it in the water, it takes a while for the little roots to come and then if i put that in a pot then it takes a couple of years to get a tree and then from that planting time until the time when i actually get to pluck an avocado off of that tree is about seven years but all of this happens in a matter of moments because time doesn't exist until day four so things have been able to populate um the world is now lush there's trees there's plants and then we create time, night and day. And once all of those things are created, we come into day five. And on day five, uh, we see let the water swarm with the swarm of living beings. So we have fish um, and like schools of fish. Um, those that like swarmy word sort of is like things that are like in groups. So we have birds flying over the earth. We have um, yeah, the fish in the sea. We have bugs. We have um, let, yeah, like all kinds of bugs <laughs> also created. And then it says the big sea serpents. And so it wouldn't be me if I did not throw in a bit of mysticism here, but there's also this idea. Um, the word that we see here is tanin, and that comes up 
later on. We will read about that um, if we're following this cycle in like a, a couple of years um, when we get to Isaiah. But we see that there's this idea that's connected here that these big sea serpents are the Leviathan and uh, Rahab. So that comes up in Jewish mysticism in a big way because this idea that mystical creatures were also created um, in a couple of chapters. I'll bring this back uh, when the earth is flooded because there's this idea and if we're connecting it to the beliefs that existed in the ancient Near East and we're create like we're recording the history, if we think about it like what the history and the story um that existed for the Israelites. But there were other ancient Near Eastern um groups and tribes uh that existed back then and they all had their own mythologies. And I really do like to like put it into a historical perspective a little bit, um, in the sense that this is being created and the people um the Israelite people on Yisrael are being created, um, formed rather, uh, and their story is being created and differentiated from the other cultures. And as we're writing down this story, there are definite um, remnants from the stories that they would have been hearing there for generations, like around their fires and all of that from the surrounding nations. Um, and so there's uh, Dr. Richard Elliott Freeman, uh, Friedman uh, draws parallels to the story in the Epic of Gilgamesh one day. I will read it because I think that just from the way he teaches about that, there are a lot of parallels between the, this, our creation story and that creation story. So I think that that's just really interesting to keep in mind, too, um, that there were these sea creatures and that all of that was created at the same time, depending on the parts of the tradition that you've uh, learned. So all of that happened. So that is day four. Um, then we're going to get into day six when animals are created. Um, and so, you know, now you think about it. Uh, we go into day six and there are plants and plant life and trees and fruit um and you have seas populated and swarmy things and bugs and bugs are necessary we know to like get the vegetation going um and to pollinate things and we have all of that animals are created so now we're ready for man um for humans to be created and so i set it up this way um for a reason and we'll come back to that in a little bit but now um it says this line that we all know and are connected to it says let us make human in our image um which is very interesting um, because it is, and God said, but, uh, so, and God said, um, Vayivra Elohim et ha'adam betzlamo. So, still, so, in his image, um, 
Betselem Elohim Bara Oto. So, right. So, like it says, um, let us make human in our image, um, like us. Um, and like in God's image, man was created, he was created, right? Um, and so I think that that's very interesting because there is a hint there that, um, and there are folks that definitely do have theories about um, people, about who God is talking about. Um, but we also know that there's God, there's angels. Um, and so it could just be like us. And so in the creation of um, the first time that was created, because this is the first time man is created, uh, we have this image, right? And so we're going to keep on going. And so at this time, in this create version of um, the creation story and the creation of people, um, man and woman are created at the same time. Um, and so I did do <laughs> teaching for this for a mood um, because it was like one being with two faces. And so this is an image where, and again, tying in the mysticism part of things, that uh, when the human was created the first time, uh, it had man, male and female in the same being, and they were equal, um, but it just didn't work out. And so this is where the mystical story of Lilith comes in and where people who believe in uh, the fact that there was uh, another wife that Adam had before Eve, her name actually, it was Adam and Hava, she was Hava one, um, and it just didn't work out because Eve, uh, this Eve who, we, who becomes Lilith, if you follow the mythology there, um, wanted equal power, wanted equal station. Um, and they argued and argued and argued and they had to be physically separated because they were, they had to be cleaved. Um, and then she, according to the stories, went off and did her own thing um, and became a demon. Uh, <laughs> but that is a story for another day. But we have this image here. Um, and God bless them. So they were created to one, like this being was created first uh, this way. And then that's the, the end of the sixth day. Um, and so I want to pause before we get into day seven, because when it comes to mysticism. Mommy. So we have, and I want to pause here um, before we get into day, until we like go into uh, day seven, because there's a lot of other mystical things that happen uh, that are believed to happen here too. And I bring in this spark of Jewish mysticism because there are a lot of things that um, have not always that haven't been like totally lost in our tradition but we don't learn it the same way anymore um 
for a lot of reasons, which I may explore as we're going through all of this. Um, and so there are, according to Jewish mysticism, there are 10 other things that are created in this time between, like, right before, like in the twilights before the first Shabbat happens. Um, and so it says there's this thought that the mouth of the earth was created that day, which will come up later. Um, when uh, that's the, the part of the earth that opened up to swallow Korah uh, during that rebellion. So it was said that that was created um, in this uh, twilight time as well. Um, it is said that the mouth of the well uh, was created and the, the, that well is what followed um, the Israelites uh, through the desert um, during their, after the Exodus, the mouth of the donkey, um, Balaam's donkey. So the ability for that donkey to speak was created in that moment. The rainbow, which is going to come up very soon, um, but that that, uh, that that was created in that moment. Mana was created. Moses' staff. Um, the script, uh, script of uh, the Torah was created. Um, the inscription on the tablets, the tablets themselves. Um, and there are those who say that um, Shadim, that was one of my favorite topics of study, are uh, demons. Uh, but And it is said that they were created uh, in this twilight time too, uh, which is I hope that one day we actually get to have a conversation about the implications of all of these things being created, including um, evil spirits. Uh, the burial place of Moses uh, is said to have been identified, and so, you know, we still don't know where that is, but we will never know where that is, but that uh, God knew that at that, that moment. Um, and I don't know, I think we're up to nine, maybe, <laughs> but um, the ram uh, of uh, that was sacrificed instead of Isaac uh, is said to have been created that day as well. So I think it's just very interesting that it's like we, that God created the earth, everything is good, created man, and right before Shabbat is about to start, um, there's this image that like all of these uh, magical objects were created at that time too. Um, because yeah, I just think that that's very powerful. That all of that stuff comes up later. There's even a story, um, you know, this will be a story for another podcast, but when we're thinking about demonology, there's a thing, uh, about, uh, demons feet. Demons are supposed to like have chicken feet. They can like morph into all of these other things. And you don't know, they can, some of them can shape shift and all of these things and you wouldn't know except for their feet. Uh, and it said that, you know, there just wasn't time. There wasn't enough time that God was creating these beings and ran out of time as he got to the feet and just grabbed um, the feet of a being that uh, was already created. And I guess it was chicken feet that were lying around. So that's very interesting and that it comes up in a story that will uh, that I can maybe tie in 
when we get to those future chapters. Because um, it's, it's interesting stuff uh, when we pull in things from the Talmud into Torah study. I think it's uh, very interesting. So then, you know, we've wrapped it. We've got it. We've got that. And that's the end of chapter one. So as we enter chapter two, what you'll notice is this is a second creation story. And so if you read uh, Richard Elliott Friedman's book, Who Wrote the Bible, you'll learn um, that there are different redactors and there are just different. So the redactors are not the writers. They're, the, they're just sort of the editors. Um, and so they have different backgrounds and there's a J and there's a P and there's like all of these things. And so when you put all of those together, it's the different groups of folks who are editing the different sections. Um, and so here we, out of the gate, we have a different, a retelling of the creation story, but also from a different lens. The days are not differentiated. Um, so we still have the creation of the skies and the earth. So all of that was done and it's sort of more, it's just a completely different flow. Um, and it's not as, it's just the earth and the sky were created and then there was barren earth. Um, but in this version of it, the garden of Eden was created and that man, um, was created in the Garden of Eden, and that woman this time around was created out of man um, to be smaller, to be subservient, to be man's companion. Um, and so if you tie that to that first creation story, and if you like think about and play into the Lilith story, that version creating man equal to woman was not something that uh, worked out um and so the, the idea here is just that the second time around it was sort of a, a revision of the first of the vision of how that relationship was supposed to go um which is it's very interesting uh, from a feminist perspective what the implications of that are um and so then in this order man is created people are created first or man is created first, um, right? So man is created in the Garden of Eden, then birds and animals um, are created. Man is given the power to name those things. So in the first creation, like that sort of naming is not in man's power. Man is roaming earth. Um, I guess you could also think about the fact that like there are other people on earth because uh, creation was already happening that first go around. Um, and I think that that might be an explanation on like how they're ended up being cousins and stuff, because you, we only see Adam and Eve, but if Adam and Eve were created first and then they went their separate ways and they were like creating stuff, um, and people, and there's a lot of mysticism there and a lot of stories about how that went down. Um, there were also like people being created on the planet as well. Um, they lived for like 600 years, so they had time to make a lot of babies. And so in the second creation story, all of these things are created. Man is naming, um, these animals and, um, then like God sees that man is lonely. Um, and so puts 
man to sleep, takes out a rib, makes him a woman. Um, and so that is the way that goes. Um, and so it says this time. So if you look at chapter two, verse, I lost my verse here, 23, um, that Adam says, and the human. And so it really says uh, Adam here is just human, not Adam, the name. Um, but he says um, this time, right, bone from my bones and flesh from my flesh, this. Lazot, Ikra, this will be called Isha. Um, so, and this will be called woman. Um, for this one was taken from man. So that's interesting too, just <laughs> the way, um, just the way woman is created. There's Isha and Isha, right? Uh, because the woman comes from the man. Uh, I will also say that it's very interesting. Um, it comes up a little bit later, but thinking about the fact that um, Eve actually was named by God, was the first person. Um, she gets a name, right? Adam doesn't really have a name. It's just human. Um, but Hava does get um, a name, and as we're gonna see, no, that's in chapter four, so I don't want to skip all the way to chapter four, but, you know, now we have, like, you know, the whole, the snake, all of that um, happens, the trickery. Uh, when I think about the other things that were created, um, like, one of the ways that I like to think about the difference in the creation stories is that, like, stuff was created, like, land was created, tangible things were created um, in the first cre version of the creation story. And in the second creation story, what I see and what I pulled out this time around when I was reading it was that feelings were created. So if you think that woman was created out of man's loneliness, you have um, strength, you have pride because man has dominion over the earth and is naming all of the animals and has that kind of power. Um, we think about loyalty uh, because that's supposed to be a trait, right? You know, they're in the Garden of Eden and God has given them the commandments to, you know, you can have it. All of this is yours except that. Um, and then that's tested. Uh, so you have deceit, you have desire. You have disloyalty. Um, you have blame because, you know, this is one of the first times that somebody gets thrown under the bus. Like Adam is just like, look at this. When he gets confronted with the fact that he has done wrong, uh, he says, this thing that you created, he's to God, you know, this being that you created um, did this. Like, look what, look what look what you, you know, go get your girl. She did that. Um, and we also see uh, consequences because they were punished um, with being expelled uh, from, from, expelled um, from the garden. Um, and this is the moments that I was, didn't want to like bring up like 
literally a minute ago, where this is where um, Eve gets her name. She becomes Chava um, in chapter three, uh, which is also very interesting um, as all of these consequences, right? So I think about the fact that these are the consequences that um, the snake and the woman are going to have enmity between each other. Um, there's going to be painful childbirth, which tells me, again, that's another signal to me that people were being created, that birth was happening before, that just there was no pain involved. Um, maybe not even knowledge involved, uh, because they had not eaten from that tree yet. Um, so there's that, that man will toil over the land, um, that, yeah, so we have that, um, and then, like, once there's, like, this first fight between the two of them, it's interesting that, you know, you get knowledge, um, and then you first get shame, and then you fight with your spouse. Um, they have this first, this first, uh, fight, and then Eve gets a name. She gets her own name. Um, and so that's also really interesting. I'd love to unpack that um, as well. God makes them close. Um, and then they get kicked out of the Garden of Eden. Um, there's swords and flaming swords that guard now, guard the Tree of Life. Um, because I guess now they know what all of those things are, and now there's an expiration date. People will die. Um, um, and so then they have, yeah, so they have that. And in this moment, and this is the last uh, mystical story that I'll talk about before we delve into the first murder, because we're almost at the end of um, this first chunk of chapters. Um, so we have there's this mystical image that is connected to Abdallah um, because in the moment uh, there's a midrash that says that in the moment that Adam and Eve are expelled from the Garden of Eden, um, previous to that, uh, they were immortal and they were encased in like keratin your nails are made out of so if you can think that like that's what their skin was like at um and so they lost that um as well so like i have this sort of like scene in my brain <laughs> that as they're being expelled it's not just that they're kicked out i have this i have this reversing image that it's not that they're being kicked out of eden but that eden is being taken away from them so it sort of like zooms away from their view and there's this idea or there's this story rather that says that as eden is being zoomed away from them um so is that like protective coating that they had on their skin they just now have regular skin they now have a life expectancy but the thing that remained was their nails and that in this image Adam is now reaching for this fleeting image of Eden like escaping and that he looks and that he sees that his nails remain 
and that he's having this thought and he like says to God, like, see, we're not all bad. There's still some of it that remains. And the way that this is connected, I have read, um, to the Havdalah is that we have that moment, um, because when we're lighting the candle, it's supposed to conjure this image of, um, the world to come or the world that was, it's the Eden that we had already, but that we lost, right? And we're looking at that, and as we are looking and we turn our hands and we're looking at our nails in that part of the Havdalah service, we look at them, and as we look at them with the light of the candle in the background, so there's the part that we learn, right? That this is the world to come, but I connect it to that moment where Adam has now reached and he has now seen that that is the part that remains. And so in that, he's remembering and we're connected to the memory of what we're connected to the idea of the world to come because this is the reminder of what we lost. Um, and I just think that that's a really beautiful image um, to take in to the week as we are letting the joy of Shabbat go, because that's supposed to be connected to, like, that's the joy of, like, the world to come. Like, if you are really able to achieve rest, that's what the world to come um, will be like. All day, every day, a Shabbat party. So now we're leaving um, Eden, we're out, <laughs> and um, Cain and Abel have been born, like, and, you know, we didn't waste time on their childhoods. Uh, but, you know, we have the first murder. We have um, that image, like I can only imagine, like we have a lie again. So we've got lies. Um, am I my brother's guardian? Um, we have all of those things are happening. And um, yeah, so we have that. Um, there's a murder, um, and then we get a curse on, we get a, we get a curse on Cain and his descendants, um, and then we get a first, um, lineage, and so one of the things that I've actually started doing more intentionally as I do these rereads is that, um, we usually skip, like, our brains skip when there's, like, a whole list of generations, um, but we also see that there's some names that um, come from the different lines that, you know, Cain had a wife. So again, there's another person. We never see that other people are created, but clearly there are other people other than Adam and Eve. Um, and there's like Midrash, the stories um, that, that say that that's what happened. It's that there's a lot of time that transpired. Um, there's a story that like when they got when Adam and Eve got kicked out of the garden, that it was 130 years that they were separated. And in that time, they were having babies with um, not just other people, but also other beings. And that there were, um, that they were having children, that they were procreating with the demons that were on the earth as well. And that's a whole other part of the mysticism. Um, but in that, that's, that's how other creatures were created, like the Nephilim, which are going to come up pretty soon. 
but that's sort of the, the behind the scenes and the stories on how all of that, all of these other beings were created along the way. Um, so I'm happy to, uh, to have conversations about that uh, when we actually have conversations about this stuff. So we have this, we know that there's a Lamech comes up, that name is going to be important later. Um, and at the end, we um, end this section with um, Hava getting a replacement child. So the idea is that they were separated, all this stuff happened, they had Cain and Abel, and then some time passed, and now we've got Seth, who was born to replace the child that was murdered. Um, and then we have some more lineage in chapter five, and this is all to set up what, um, what's gonna happen, because now we have life being um, a historical record. And the reason we need to know all of this is that this sets us up for Lamech being the father of Noah. And that is where we end. Now we know how Noah's family uh, came about and um, we get there. So we end chapter five, our first section with Noah um, at 500 years old. He fathered three sons, or two sons, yeah, he fathered three sons, um, and um, now we're going to learn about Noah. So we know Earth was created, that's going to be very important um, since it's about to go down. So Earth was created, a couple of different versions of that story, um, and now that, like in the chapter where it says, now this is the historical record of humankind, so this is how we get to Noah, one of our first people um, that's going to be important so i cannot wait to learn with you in the second chapter chapter six to ten